And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by Hover Hip Bags. When you want to be stylish and practical, nothing says high fashion like a Hover Hip Bag. And remember, don't you dare call it a fanny pack. Previously on Cautious Optimism. It seems the proprietor, uh, Mr. Oscar Toft, he, well, he, uh, he killed a man, a citizen of the League of Planets. They would be aware that a long time ago, the Bratum had enslaved the Mator, but uh, as far as you know, they freed the Matorb and made them full citizens in order to join the League of Planets. I'm watching her go. I have to lean into this disadvantage. His restaurant is based on weird stuff that he's gathered from all over the galaxy, he says. Oscar Toft has hired my uncle's attorney to represent him and is also offering through him to pay us 10,000 lopsies to investigate the murder of Sam Silmanson. You all need to know, I didn't kill anybody. And he hits the play button, and you see Oscar Toff in a ship, kind of rummaging around in something. A, a human man walks in, and Toff turns around and shoots him with the laser gun. The officer hits pause and says, well, I think you've got your work cut out for you. Hello, cautious optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Kyan Brunt. A Mator. I am a doctor. A nine-foot-tall, four-armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey, you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Toss. A slimy, gelatinous... Mm, what are you hauling? Goo thing. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. When last we left the party, they were in the detention center, and Detective Joe had just shown them what would be considered pretty solid evidence that uh, Oscar Toft had uh, uh, a video of Oscar Toft committing the murder that he is accused of. So... Kyan has a question. I want to know, who, who who did he kill? Like, who is this guy that he killed? We know his name was Sam Silmanson. So Detective Joe will, will answer that by saying, uh, is, uh, Sam Sillysom. He was a merchant and trader. He had uh, just flown into the station to, you know, brought, brought some supplies or whatever. And, uh, as far as I know, he got along with everybody and... Was getting ready to fly, fly off to 
you know, his next mission or his next job or whatever. It seems a little random. What was his trade? He was a merchant and trader. Can we tell from the video or from um, asking Joe? Well, first of all, can we tell from the video what it was that he was had been shipping or that what he had merchanted there? As far as like the cargo bay, like what was he? What was what was his his trade? Oh well, here I can. Uh, let me just type some buttons on this computer. I can pull up his ship's uh, manifest. Uh, do, 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 do. Okay, looks like he was bringing uh, foodstuffs for the uh, uh, Garland's Grub Restaurant. As far as I know, that transaction had been completed, and uh, he was getting ready. He was probably getting ready to, to take off here pretty soon. Joe, can you also tell with the records? Is there any way for you to tell if he'd already been paid by Garland's Grub? I don't really have access to the like financial data, so okay. Now, now, Joe, can 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 you tell us if these two had any public issues in the past? Uh, I mean, not to my knowledge. There's. Nothing on, on either of their files to say they were involved in any kind of altercation that got reported. Um, so I'm maybe, I mean, a lot of stuff happens off, off the record, you know what I mean? But not that I know of. So it seems to me if, you know, one, one really big glaring connection is the proprietor of the Garland's Grub. We just sold her the fruits and vegetables. Um, you know, she's in direct competition with Oscar and, um, she knew the merchant who was killed. So there's definitely a connection there that we should probably investigate. Do we remember what her name is? Oh, the name of the Garland's Grub owner? Mm -hmm. Uh, that's Faluvia. No, none of us knew that. All right. Well, it's it's a good thing you've got your old pal Detective Joe here to <laughs> Thanks, give, give you information. You're you're all investigating on behalf of uh, the murderer. Um, sorry, alleged murderer. Yes. Well, here I uh, I believe I could give you a copy of the recording of him committing the crime, if you'd like to uh, follow up on that. Please. But, yes. Uh, yeah, I I gotta say. Right now, uh, it seems like an open and shut case to me, so you might be wasting your time. Well, we'll, we'll take that under advisement. He takes out a little circular um, disc, very much like the recording that uh, Peter Shand's uh, message to you was on. And uh, he hands one, or holds it out to you guys if one of you wants to grab it. I'll grab it. All right. And <laughs> put it in my fanny pack. <laughs> your space fanny pack. That's right. Now here's my question: Do you wear it around your waist, or do you wear it around your shoulder, like the the youngins nowadays? I think that that fashion will have gone in several cycles in between now and then, so it's probably back to being around the waist. I kind of figured it just kind of hovered by your waist. So it's a it's a hover it's a hover <laughs> hip, hip bag. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it is—a hover hip bag. <laughs> All right. Well, Joe looks at you. He sips his coffee. Yeah. Can I do anything else for you all? I think we've got a lot to go on. What do you What do you think, guys? Yeah, I think we've got some leads that we can follow up on. I think I thank Joe for his time and head on out. 
I like I was thinking as we were leaving, I kind of lean over at uh, Captain Aurora and be like, um, I hate to be that guy, but is it entirely possible that Oscar's just guilty? I mean, so far, I think that's all we have <laughs> to go on. I think it is it is a possibility for sure. He obviously doesn't have a stellar reputation among anybody here. Yeah, but he seemed to be telling the truth when we talked to him. So, okay. I mean, it could be, I mean, we're going to be here anyway until we figure figure out the fuel leak. So we might as well also make 10,000 in the process. You're the captain. <laughs> so, okay. As you leave the, uh, you know, detention center, they do return all of your weapons and everything that you'd had to check in. Oh, yeah. Just, just wanted to FYI that. And then it's up to you guys where you want to go and what you want to do next. Is there a place we can go to authenticate the footage? Because I don't know that any of us have the skills to do so. There, that would require somebody with some expert science knowledge. <laughs> hmm. Where would we find a science officer with such skills? Well... I mean, on this station, the the uh, points of interest you know of are, just a, as a recap and everything, the Crooked Comet, restaurant, Garland's Grub, restaurant, Arledoux, pub, the Everything and More General Store, the Temple of the Unhatched Egg, uh, an avian church, a hotel, which is simply called Hotel, there's Best Parts, the uh, Spaceship Parts Store. There's the med station, there's the detention area, there's the station's command room, and uh, then, of course, there's the um, docking base. Are we going to have to go back to the best parts store and look for, like, the geek squad? Or maybe they'll know someone who who does visual... I'm thinking maybe we walk up to one of the station attendants acting like tourists and like, hey, do you know where someone could uh, hypothetically authenticate video? I'm open to that. Yeah, it works for me. Okay. So in the uh, in the part of the station you're in now, you know, is near the detention center, there's not a whole lot of foot traffic. Um, you could find one of the uh, security personnel walking past, perhaps. Do you want to ask one of them? That's probably our best bet. Well, have at it, Hank. <laughs> uh, excuse <laughs> me, officer. All right. This is a uh, an avian woman wearing a security, you know, uniform. Son of a bitch. Uh, is she is she attractive? <laughs> uh, among her people, she certainly is. Whether crap, wh- whether whether you choose to be attracted to a bird person is uh, that's up to you and how you want to play your character. Uh, my character only has one rule. All right. Uh- well, so, she does have a pulse. If that's oh, that's the rule, I <laughs> I don't know what the rule is. A fem- female. <laughs> and oh, <attractive>. okay. <laughs> well, there you go. Um, she says, uh, "Hello, hey, how you doing?" I'm very tired from a long shift at work. How may I help you, citizen? Uh, we're trying to. Find someone who can authenticate a video for us. God. Oh, I don't know about that. Okay, let's start here. Where do the smart people hang out on the ship? <laughs> oh, I think smart people 
don't hang out on the space station. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Okay. She, she, pats, she slaps you on the back and, and gives a hearty chuckle. Uh, she initiated contact. I'm going to have to slap her on the rump. Do you do that to the yep. security officer? <laughs> yep. Great. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, she she says, oh, well, I, you know, I started that by touching you first. So I'm going to let that slide. But please don't make physical contact. Okay. You, should you change your, nine, your change your mind? Here's my business card. Change my mind? About what? Squawk? Wink, wink. Uh, okay. <laughs> and she tries to wink back at you, but maybe bird people don't know how to wink because she just blinks both eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see me over to the side with my head tilted trying to figure out how this would even work. <laughs> how? I mean, okay. <laughs> and with that, she uh, turns and walks uh, back to the detention center. Oh, sorry, Captain. I, I gave her all she's got, and I can't, I can't figure it out. Yeah. Don't Please don't make us have to also get you out of jail over here. <laughs> uh, that's okay. I'm good for it. <laughs> so, all right. I'm trying to think of who would... What... Uh, where do they get their video authenticated from? How would the police do it? Well, they probably have their own police specialists. But I mean, I mean, they've already I, I you would assume they've already done their investigation and decided that it is legit. Hmm. How how in depth that was, you don't know. Gotcha. But if you're looking, I mean, if you're looking to get it uh, um, like a, a neutral third party to look at it, you're. The yeah. police aren't really the way to yeah. go. All right, so guys, I think we're gonna have to go, possibly uh, look for some some dark alley types who might be able to help us. Air quotes encrypt a video because if they can help us encrypt a video, which might be something we would ask someone to do, they also might be able to tell us if this one is real or not. It's good logic. I'm trying to think of where we can go that would. I mean. I really don't want to go back to best parts. I don't need, yeah, anything <laughs> really to, don't want to I mean, to if there's like a, ra- a radio hut instead of a best parts, I'd rather <laughs> really go to cool. that. <laughs> but it's, well, there's the every, everything and more. I mean, it's a grocery store, I guess, like a general store. Is there a place on the station that we've been warned not to go or not to go at night or hold on to your fanny packs while you're there? Place. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, I. You know, I don't know that you guys, well, you guys have been on the station before too. So I guess you would, you would probably have heard that the, uh, the docking bays are, you generally don't want to be around there when the ship or when the station goes into, you know, night mode. Mm. I think that might be a good place to, to check. Mm-hmm. So we head there. I head there. All right. You guys are going to the docking bays and so you're you're looking for like people wearing long trench coats who might be trying to sell things in back alleys. Yeah, somebody trying to sell us a watch or some information, some, some boot, some pirated DVDs. Okay, um, let's see. I'd like uh, I'd like one of you to make a uh, perception roll, please. I'll make it. 
ahead. I'm going to make one too, I think. Okay. I didn't. <laughs> I am oblivious. I got a six and my perception is 12. Oh, okay. So you made it by six. So I'll tell you, I'll tell you what you, uh, you don't necessarily see anything right away, but you hear what sounds like uh, a little bit of an altercation. You hear a, a bird person kind of shouting in the distance and uh, you hear a noise that you're not familiar with. I nod to the, to the crew and head that way sneakily Sneakily. and with much caution and attention, attention to traps. (laughs) (laughs) and you 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 fall into a spike trap that was placed on the space station the only thing in the spike trap is uh is clay pots (laughs) spikes and clay pots as far as the eye can see as long as one of those clay pots isn't a mimic i'm good (laughs) it's a shape-shifting that totally works in sci-fi. Oh, I could do that. Okay. Uh, what you do find is there's a, in one of the docking bays, there's kind of a flimsy looking boat, or not boat, but spaceship that looks like it's maybe only good for going to the planet's surface and up to the station and back again, you know, that kind of thing. And uh, there's three, three avians, two of which are apparently loading it full of boxes. And one avian has broken away from the ship and is kind of shouting um, things like, ah, leave us alone, leave us alone. Stop following us. Stop taking our pictures without our permission, Squawk, or we'll be forced to call the authorities. And there's this, you know, humanoid cat person. Uh, the t- her tail is is just flipping back and forth, and she's got this uh, data pad, like an iPad, out, and she's rapidly making notes. And uh, she's she's saying things like, um, "Oh, I'm just studying you," you know. And uh, the bird person is continuing to get more upset. And Raven, would you describe to uh, the players in the audience what does your cat person look like? Sure. Uh, so she's got black fur, very sleek black fur. Um, she's wearing just kind of general traveling gear. She looks a bit sort of down at heel, but she's got very, very bright blue eyes and slightly inexplicably a bright blue mohawk. So she looks a bit punk ass. Okay. And you know what Hank's question is. Well, I don't think we've gotten there yet. Um, But yes, uh, she's, uh, I I mean, it's your character, Raven. Two other cat people? Is is your cat person hot? Um, She's she's very skinny. Um, She's quite angular. Um, Probably, probably not. There's probably, she just looks a bit undernourished. I wouldn't say that she looks especially hot, but she has a bright blue mo- mohawk and bright blue eyes. So, you know. So, so Bama Shocks, I guess it depends on what your character's into. I was going to say, I, I think his favorite color is blue. Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, be careful if, if, uh, if you get into an, any kind of fight with her, you know, she might be kind of catty. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> All right, so you guys are seeing, you're witnessing this uh, little altercation going down. The bird person is getting more and more upset, and the cat person doesn't seem to 
be aware of that or care? Like the cat person just continuing to make notes. And uh, do you guys want to do anything at this point? Well, so have we, in, in our experience in space, are, is this cat race some, a common race? Would we have seen one before in normal are they- I think I think you probably have heard, you know, of cat people, but I don't think they're very common in this area. So I don't know that you'd ever have seen one with your own eyes before. Oh, okay. I would like to look over at Kyan, get his attention. Oh, mm-hmm. I take a tawa putty tat. <laughs> There's, there's, you know, he, he can do a quadruple facepalm if, if he needs to. I open fire on my own team. Oh my god. Right, this is our first combat, so. There was, there was, there was a, a no bad jokes in your contract. No, um. But, <laughs> all right, so I, I start edging closer to the, to the cacophony, to the, to the, what's happening just sort of observe some more all right the bird person is uh saying to the cat person leave leave i demand you to leave and what would you what would you like to do and or say in response raven i think she said look i'm just taking notes i'm just taking notes that's all i'm doing just notes about what notes about what just interested in what you're doing how you're doing it i'm just 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 ignore me pretend i'm not here very hard to ignore somebody watching everything you do. I'm. It's for science. I'm observing you. I'm making. I'm making notes. Ah, ah! I will call the authorities this instant if you don't leave. I'm not doing anything. I'm just. I'm just watching. I'm not hurting you. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's very. It's very interesting that you have such an aggressive reaction to my just simply observing you. I'm not harming you at all. The the bird person is completely flustered, looking around and realizing there's more people in the area now. She calls over. She's looking right at uh, Rory and says, "You are you going to spy on me too?" Um, I promise you, I couldn't be less interested. Um, <laughs> what's going on? There's a lot of noise. What's happening? Ask this one. I'm just, I'm just observing these avian people. I'm just writing down their reactions and I'm just seeing what they're doing. I'm not, I'm not hurting them. I'm just standing here. Hmm. I'm a scientist. Ah. Kind's going to kind of walk up behind her and just kind of, if, as if she doesn't have a problem with it, over, look over her shoulder at her notes to see what she's, what she's writing down. She's going to give you a bit of a side eye. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's a little bit aloof. She's, I'm a scientist. Are you a scientist? Uh, a medical doctor, so sort mm-hmm. of. I wouldn't say these are medical notes. No, but I, 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 I see how you're, you're kind of observing different things. We've learned that they struggle winking. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and uh, at that she starts. Uh, she sort of flicks through to some different pages, and she starts making notes about winking, and <laughs> and she's uh, sort of starts cross-referencing some of her previous notes. That's very interesting. How did you learn that? Under what circumstances? I can answer that question. They also don't like being swatted on the bottom. Oh, <laughs> well, one in particular didn't like it. We don't know that the whole species doesn't. <laughs> 
I don't think I've ever tried swatting them. Maybe I should try swatting them. Hey, you, can I swat <laughs> you? <laughs> I will not stand here while you say my people are bad at blinking, whatever that is. We would be great at blinking if we knew what it was and wanted to do it and nobody is slapping me on the bottom squawk. I would, like to... <laughs> I would like to swat it on the bottom, please. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, okay. A, a um, nice solid swat on the bottom and hey, how you doing? Security! Security! I've been assaulted! And the bird person is now running back to the ship shouting, Security! Security! See, I told you they don't like it. Maybe we ought to maybe we ought to head over here before security gets back. Oh, so she's just she's just making notes. So if you want to her to come with you, you might need to like grab her because she's just like absorbed in making notes. So I sort of sort of do the the very very kindly kind of walk up beside and maybe sort of guide you with us and 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 say, so um, why why are you studying the avian? They're just so fascinating. Do you not think they're fascinating? Not particularly. Um, <laughs> I don't find them as fascinating as I find your hair and your star- startling blue eyes. So I get in between. Kaya's going to introduce this maneuver and pull Hank over to yes. the side. Yes. She's, giving, she's giving Hank a really filthy look at this point. <laughs> look, out of character, I've never regretted taking a disadvantage as much as this. <laughs> <laughs> this is so outside my own personal character that it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> my favorite thing is I took curiosity and you, and you were like oh that's going to be bad no it wasn't bad <laughs> yeah, so, so far um, it turns out uh, lecherous is a much more interesting disadvantage <laughs> that, yeah okay <laughs> so um, oh uh, by the way uh, I'm uh, Rory Shand hi hi uh, my name is Rico um, no, I can't troll my arse. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I understand the limitations of other species. It's not a problem. Um, yeah. Uh, let's, I'm just, and the whole time I'm just trying to like get us kind of as far away from that talk as we were and kind of sort of like, like what's nearby? Is there, is there one of the pubs or one of the places nearby? Yeah, um, I mean, all of the restaurants and stuff are in kind of the center of the station and this kind of common uh, commercial type area but yeah you guys could just it's pretty much just a straight line to the center of the station so if you want to go there you certainly could okay so i i'd I'd try to direct us all into a place that has a a sizable amount of people now the pub was uh arladu um that was the one owned by the uh bratum the pink-skinned bratum that uh, did not get along with cayenne oh right so maybe not that one yeah let's not go there yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the second closest <laughs> okay i mean the garland scrub then would probably work a wild raven has appeared from the tall grass hi i'm joe hogan editor of as the dice roll i hope you're enjoying this week's episode of cautious optimism I know many of you have been anticipating the addition of Raven to the Cautious Optimism crew. 
For those of you who are not part of the World of Warcraft community, Raven is one of the co-hosts of Girls Gone Wow. It's a community-focused World of Warcraft podcast on Warcraft Radio. Last week, they released episode 459, where they talk about BlizzCon Line. And this week, they're going to be talking about the Maldraxxus Covenant. We're very, very excited to have her as part of As the Dice Roll. Raven, of course, is not the only person on Cautious Optimism putting out content right now. Kelly will be releasing a new episode of Mating Habits of the Modern Geek on Monday. Episode 116 is entitled Two's Company, COVID's a Crowd, Non-Monogamy During a Pandemic. On last week's Geektitude, my co-host Ray and I put out a two-hour episode covering just episode seven of WandaVision. We're kind of obsessed. And we'll be releasing an episode that probably just focuses on episode eight on Sunday. And of course, go support Todd on the Nerdberg Review and Bama Shocks on Twitch, as well as on his YouTube channel, Let's Go Fishing. As always, I want to encourage you to email us at podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Or better yet, you can leave us a voice message. Just click on the link on our website, asthedicerollcast.com. That's it for me this week. Let's get to know our new crew member right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the Geek2Geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games! Star Wars! Comics! Movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu. Keanu Reeves, New, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu. Garland's Grub is a uh, kind of a uh, kind of a nice restaurant, and it's filled with avians. So, <laughs> as as you walk in, uh, uh, an a, a young like teenage alien uh, avian girl says, uh, "Oh, would you like a table? Do you have a private room or private table? Or oh, I can get you a booth in the back." Every like so, Rico at this point is just literally like watching, like leaning forward slightly and continuing to make notes and staring completely unblinking at like making everyone feel slightly uncomfortable about <laughs> about what's going on here. While she's staring intently at the avian in front of her, I'd like to lean to her ear and ask her, "Do you like being swatted on the bottom?" God, oh no! <laughs> I mean. Very sharp claws. So I would strongly suggest you don't try it. Oh. I'm not going to go there. Okay. Well, after that awkward interchange, the uh, waitress leads you to a a booth in the back that uh, is fairly secluded. All right. What about, um, have we heard any sort of, like, commotion? Is security looking for us or anything like that? You haven't seen anything to indicate that. Okay. The waitress comes back to your table and she's holding what looks like a nest. And she says, uh, do you need a child seat? No. No? No children? <laughs> no. Okay. Very confused by that statement. She, takes, she walks away holding the nest. 
<laughs> so, okay. Let's regroup. Let's... <laughs> By the way, <laughs> Rico. Hi. Just on a on a whim, you don't have any sort of experience with in- encrypting or uh, authenticating video, do you? No. Uh, I mean, I could probably work it out. Uh, I'm a sort of general scientist. I've done some computer type stuff. Uh, why? Uh, from 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 my pack, I present a disc. Um, we were just trying to get this authenticated. I thought I'd take a shot that maybe you might be able to to help us out with it while we're here waiting and getting to know each other and laying low and trying to figure out what in the heck is going on. Okay, what is it? Um, it's uh oh, I probably should have warned you. It is a. She takes it out of your hand. By the way, she just okay. <laughs> you, you've handed her something. She takes it. It's a recording of a person um, shooting another person, and we're trying to see if anyone's tampered with it. She like raises her eyebrows. And uh, what do you do exactly for a living? That you're chasing a murderer. Um. At this point, for a living, I, I buy parts uh, for a ship that may or may not be mine. Um, <laughs> and, you know, regular old merchanty type things. How do you not know whether it's yours? She's very confused by the way this conversation is turning out. Uh, uh, uncles that may or may not be dead, wills, there's, there are lawyers involved. It's all very tricky. It's I, it, that that's, that's not the concerning part. The... There's a, a man on this station who everyone seems to hate, who apparently is on this video uh, shooting someone else for what we could see is no good reason. And um, he has asked us for a large sum of money to prove he's innocent. And we're stuck here until we can find parts of the ship. And so that's kind of where we are. Oh, I see. And uh, who are your friends? I look at them to introduce themselves. I'm Kyan Brunn. I, I'm uh, I'm the ship's medical officer. I kind of like side eyes. Like that's right, right? That's kind of what I'm doing for you guys. <laughs> you saved the most of our lives so far. <laughs> <laughs> and I am that appreciative life. I am Hank Crawford. I am the ship's engineer. If I don't get blown up again, do you get blown up often? I've been on the ship once and blown up on the ship once, so it's it's not looking good. 100% of the times he's been on the ship, he's blown up. <laughs> and had a heart attack. And you're a competent engineer? Yes, I stumbled upon some incompetence left behind. She clearly doesn't believe you. <laughs> I see. Well, um, I mean, I'm guessing encrypting video... Uh, or decrypting video is something that in this kind of technology level, anyone with a bit of science skill could probably do. Yeah, I, I see you have computer operation and computer programming. Um, yeah. either, either of those could apply. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd be happy to take a look at this for you. Obviously, um, I'm also looking for work, so there might be a uh, cost involved. Ah, well, I mean, I'm I'm all about divvying up shares to to people who help would you be looking also for a more permanent job well i don't think going back to the surface and uh 
continuing my studies of the avians so directly, is that prudent at the moment? They seem to not like me very much for some reason. It's very odd. So, yeah, I guess I don't really have anything else to do right now. So, yeah, why not? Fantastic. Science officer acquired. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like an achievement. Exactly. Achievement unlocked. Achievement unlocked. Achievement unlocked. Um, So I guess the chip that you've given her would fit into the kind of data pad. Do you think this is something she could do from uh, the technology she's currently holding? Or does she need to go somewhere to do this? I'm not quite sure how your world works. I think that you could do a basic examination with just your data pad and the device. If you had access to a more powerful computer system, you could do a more thorough in-depth check. Okay. Uh, well, I could take a very quick look at this for you for you now. Uh, so what am I going to do? Roll. You're going to roll three six-sided dice and... Uh, Looks like computer operation and computer programming are both at 11. Yeah. So you want to get 11 or less. Okay. I'm rolling my lovely uh, gemstone dice. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> I got 16. 16. All yeah. right. Well. These, these, dice are, these dice are clearly calibrated for Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> a, a nice high number would be good in that game. Yeah. So maybe it turns out your your data pad, well, you know what? You haven't been doing the updates, um, uh, you know, the, the patches and everything on a regular basis. So when you plug in the uh, little recording device, your uh, tablet comes up with a message that says, uh, cannot access this data. Please install 372 updates. <laughs> oh, darn it. Yeah, I've been uh, a little behind so distracting, these birds everywhere. Um, Would she be able to use my backpack computer to do a deeper diagnostic on this thing? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I roll again. Describe your uh, backpack computer. Like, is it a computer strapped to your back or is it like a laptop in a backpack? It's a computer that is in the backpack. I mean, I really don't know. It's a. <laughs> it says wearable computer, so I guess it would be like a its own pack okay i mean if it's a sort of sizable computer you'd have to imagine it was quite powerful in a technology level like this yeah as opposed to your little ipad thing as opposed to my little ipad my little unupdated ipad (laughs) (laughs) all right well i i think that'll work just fine then yeah go ahead and make another roll using the computer fanny pack thing the computer fanny pack things Okay, that was a nine. All right, so this time the uh, computer does, in fact, read the read the video disc, and it plays through the recording. So you see, it's it's probably about five minutes of video, but the interesting bit is right at the end when uh, it's five minutes of this human man kind of doing tasks inside his uh or, or tasks on his spaceship. You know, looks like maybe he's trying to repair something. And uh, then this other human walks up. Uh, They say something, but there's no audio on the recording, so you can't make it out. But uh, And then it looks like the guy in the ship pulls out a weapon, and the man who approached him already has a weapon out. There's a flash of light as he fires a laser. And then the person who is doing work on the ship falls over, dead, and the other guy just turns and walks away. 
And then as the uh, recording, as the playback ends, uh, you start to see indicators in your software and everything, and you start interpreting the data. And basically what you're seeing is that the recording has not been tampered with. It has the correct security markings of being an official station security recording, but there there is a, a very primitive sensor in this uh, in the camera that recorded this that checks for you know vital signs and the vital signs for the uh, apparent alleged murderer just seem a little bit perfect like ordinarily you would expect to see you know body temperature and respiration all of these things would fluctuate um, with organic life but this uh, the the alleged murderer's breathing is perfectly the same temp- body temperature is perfectly the same throughout the whole scene and that's weird okay so i relay that to the party <clears throat> so out of character what do we what's what's the android situation on in the, in the universe right now androids are i mean non-sentient androids exist like robots that follow out orders but they're so so yeah that's commonplace but the idea of a, a sentient android is something that's rumored to exist in the more technologically advanced parts of the, the world, the galaxy. You've never seen one. Uh, do we know anything about any sort of shape-shifting species or... There's lots of rumors about shapeshifters existing in the galaxy, but they're generally considered... Uh, I mean... Science says no. Hmm. Um, can Kyan make a, a medical check on the on the data that he's seeing to see if he like recognizes any sort of um, species or or reason for it to be the way it is? Yeah, yeah. I I think uh, after Rico ran the scan and showed you guys this. Um, you'd be able to see all of the medical data that it has. And yeah, you could do a, a science, a doctor analysis, medical analysis on it. All right. So I've got to get under a 13. And I got a 10. Yay. Yay. <laughs> all right. To you, this looks like somebody got a recording of normal baseline human, you know, statistics and just kind of copy pasted it, you know, into the recording. Would that be something that would be able to cover up differences between two individuals? Yeah, it could probably cover up differences between humans. It would definitely cover up differences between species. Ah, okay. So this is a basically explains to the, the group. This is, it looks like they took the data for a human and they copied and pasted it through so that way it looked like it was a human or at least a per, you know it's it's either covering up a different species or it is co- trying to make sure that nobody can tell which human it is oh, interesting is there a way to see what it was before it was copied over like an undo like an undo button i i may have used the wrong word when i said copied over um you didn't find any evidence. Rico didn't find any evidence that the recording itself was tampered with. Oh, I see what you're saying. So whatever was there is giving off these readings. Yeah. Yeah. The readings are legitimate. They just are just too... Too uh, uh, too perfect. Yeah. Mm. That's right. He explains that. 
<laughs> so it, it it sounds like to me if this is not actually Oscar that we're dealing with either a something we've never seen before or an android that can project bio readings or perhaps some changeling type creature right which are all things we haven't seen before or even someone with some magical ability it, it might be as simple as somebody, you know, I mean, there are a lot of avians on this space station and I, I'm, I'm starting to think, you know, the, this uh, Feluvia character is, you know, kind of a central part in all of this. The person who got killed was somebody who she was doing business with. Um, she's a rival with Oscar. Like, I feel like, you know, it may be something as simple as a species like the avian having some device that cloaks their bio signs. Oh, well, also too, we can definitely rule out that it's not tough because we've seen him and you know, he's got high blood pressure or something, you know, his heart rate. would. Be <laughs> hmm. I mean, would Rico sort of have any idea about any kind of technology that might do this from her sort of science background? Do you think? Uh, you know, as interested as she seems to be in studying, other cultures and other species. I think that she's probably seen technology, a lot of robotics technology created by some of the more advanced people in, or more advanced species in the galaxy and would, would be comfortable saying that uh, a robot could be built to, you know, pre- to, to uh, pretend to be somebody yeah, to fake some vital signs for this. Exactly. Person. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I would. My suggestion would be that the best way for us to find out if this is a robot or if someone here on the station has the capability of acquiring or producing such a robot is to act like we would like to buy one mm-hmm. or have one made. Interesting idea. And Kyan, I think you're right. I think that uh, Feluvia might be the one to go and potentially ask. Next time on Cautious Optimism. You sound like the dearest man in the hat. At the Crooked Comet, there is a slimy gelatinous goo thing the dining area looks like a cross between a restaurant and a museum you'll be in rooms 13 and 15 right upstairs You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at darrencurtismusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at comicbox.libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at 
msedwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek to geekmediacom If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. 